Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Good morning and welcome to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services along with David McGuire, who doesn't even have a microphone in front of him. All right, I'm here. <laughs> Don't know what he's, this guy's talking about. Oh, man. Uh, Dave has a tough time coming in the studio and not uh, not managing. It's kind of in your DNA, isn't it? It's kind of nice not have to be the one calling the shots, actually. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. No, Dave's obviously been on the show plenty of times. Uh, longtime friend um, of mine and Trent's. You know, I've heard, they've heard you guys interact. I think the last show you all did, you went down memory lane and talked about... Uh, High school, college, roommates, life. work. I can't get rid of the guy. Can't well, get rid of you either. I, yeah, sorry about that. Um, I, I do think that it was funny, and Trent and I talked about this a couple of shows ago, that uh, someone got a hold of a picture of you guys when you were like a seniors in high school or maybe even freshman in college. And Trent had like, you know, backwards hat, Abercrombie sweatshirt kind of thing. You know, and then Dave, you, know, you looked like you were wearing like a button down collar shirt, had full head of hair, glasses. Like, it's like tango and cash, man. I uh, know the real story is I'm pretty sure that I was in bed asleep and Trent <laughs> got me out of bed to. <laughs> come play darts and drink beer um so that was what i look like that, coming out of bed that's the story <laughs> sticking to it uh now dave is the chief operating officer for the roby family of companies and uh dave i'm excited to have you here trent's uh away this week i'm not able to, to record the show which you know th- there's a little bit of an element i think you got a lot you know some big shoes to fill with him not being here uh, you know what? I'm not even going to try to compete. Uh, Trent's Mr. Trent, and uh, I'm me, so we'll, we'll roll with that. <laughs> People ask me about Trent, and I said, there's one Trent. There is one Trent. And that, I think that's what we all love about him. Yeah. Uh, it's one Patrick. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of Patricks. <laughs> but we got we have the second best thing to Trent is John Tamaro here in the studio. Tamaro is the man. He is the only John Tamaro, and uh, you know what? He's he's. I think he's number four on most frequent on the radio show. Maybe he's up there. Yeah. I would say he's up there, and um, he might be a little bit mad at me because the initial deal was he was going to be the the guest host, but um, you know, Dave Dave took his spot. You know, that wasn't my doing, um, but that's okay. You, I think two segments of John is going to be plenty for everybody. <laughs> yeah, four segments of you and I is probably plenty uh, for everybody as well. Yeah. But now, I mean, it, those that don't know Dave, Dave and I have, uh, just like you and Trent have, uh, a tremendous past together. Uh, I always tell the story, people ask me, you know, they ask you your story, like where'd you start at, where'd you start working out of school, what'd you do? And uh, Dave and I both started at Ferguson Enterprises as management trainees. Um, and at those times, I, I think you might have had to work more than I did, but it was 55-hour work weeks, Monday through Friday. You got there at 6 in the morning, and you, you didn't stop until 5 in the afternoon. And it was tough. I mean, it, it was the perfect job for me out of college because I needed to grow up, quite frankly. Um, it it kind of forced me into being a, uh, an adult, and I say that term loosely. Uh, but one thing about Dave is the other people that have already been through this training program 
would treat you like you were a pledge of, of a fraternity, pretty much. Like, not much respect. You kind of do as I say. We're not really going to communicate with you until we're sure, you know, you're, you're the right fit. But not Dave. Like, my first or second day, Dave comes walking out in the warehouse, like, big smile. Like, I'm like, oh, this is new. Like, these other guys are kind of giving me the stink eye. And you did that with all the training. I don't know if you remember that, but you would you would come out and kind of, like, interact. And we were like, man, that guy's so cool. But the other ones would – I mean, there was one guy that we knew that I don't think he knew my name for four months. It it was a different day. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a situation where I could appreciate the spot you guys were in. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I had just been run through the ringer, and I think half of the reason I was smiling is because I was laughing inside what you were getting ready to experience. Um but no, they, those were those were cool. Those were fun days. Uh, different, really different than it is these days. I'm not, I'm not going to be the old man up here pounding the table saying no. back in my day. But you know, um, it really was. They kind of throw you to the wolves, and and they'd see how you would, you know, who would rise to the to the top. And there's not too many jobs like that these days um, where you see that. I feel like there's, you know, you kind of have to, you have to put a, you know, huge buffet of all these goodies and great things in front of folks it's just the nature of the labor market and and uh back then it was like you were lucky to have a job and the you know yeah the best ones would rise to the top no i mean it was awesome i mean you look back on it i know we, we worked our, our our you know what's off but honestly the camaraderie and bond that we formed i mean some of my closest friends to this day were, were part of that group um i remember my first day they said go out into the warehouse and go see stacy and so i walked out to the warehouse and i walked up to this fellow and i said i'm looking for a lady named stacy and he said, I'm Stacy. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is going to be a bad start to my career. <laughs> but, uh, you know, unloaded a cast iron tub truck and then a water heater truck. And I was like, man, this is all right. Like, yeah. these guys are here to work. Yeah. Yeah. No, t- touch a lot about life, work ethic, great people, um, good foundation to build our careers on. Uh, so, yeah, we were fortunate. Yeah. I mean, to really look back on it, I mean, the, the training program that we went through was uh, – was pretty special. I mean, it, it, it was a different time. And Ferguson was a different company then. I mean, obviously, their growth since it was 2004 for me, I think 2002 for you. 2001. 2001. Mm-hmm. But the growth that those guys have had since then, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, legendary in our industry. Yeah. No, I think it's, uh, it, it has a lot to do with their leadership and, and they're really the recruiting model. They hired, you know, I mean, outside of me and you, they hired a lot of really intelligent people <laughs> <laughs> and, and brought them through. And, uh, you know, that model works focused on the customer yeah focus on the customer but I mean, that's like a good dave mcguire life lesson right there which or, or business lesson as we like to call on the show is i mean focus on the customer and, and if that's your you know if that's your number one priority some of the rest of the stuff will figure itself out that's right yep totally agree well dave do you want to uh typically trent tease up the guests i mean i think either one of us could here uh He's got one of those grins on his face, making me a little nervous about what he might say. But uh, John Tamero needs no introduction in the Charlotte market. I mean, talking about creating a brand in a company that is well-respected uh, and known for doing the right thing. I mean, I'm looking forward to hearing from John. Well, let's tell him what his company is. Simonini. Yeah. Did I not say that? You didn't. Man. John Tamero from Simonini. We'll be right back. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services, along with Dave McGuire from Andrew Roby and the Roby family of companies, filling in for Trent Haston. How's it going, Patrick? It's good, sir. How are you? 
I'm good. You're not allowed to re- refer to me as Andrew Roby and the family of companies. I am the family of companies. Oh, he's he's part of it. He's got his hands in everything. Uh, they, they like to segment me like I'm the I did Andrew Roby guy, and then like I don't care about the rest of our companies. I did I did do that. I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. I'm getting publicly shammed and called out, uh, which I deserve. Kidding. But I'm you're you're kidding. exactly right. And I always introduce Trent as as you know from the Roby family of companies. Well, no, so. I'm giving you a hard time. It, yes, the the old Charlotte business that a lot of people know about is Angel Ruby. So I understand the PR well, objective. Where, where you cut your teeth, yeah. right? Oh, I mean, um, giving a hard time, John. We, we were going down memory lane a little bit, Dave and I, and, and uh, just before John comes on, I mean, the, the reason I work at Roby is because of Dave, really our relationship um, from our days at Ferguson. Yep. And I always tell people that, that Dave McGuire trained me as a branch manager at Ferguson in a red Roby pickup truck. You couldn't, yeah, you, you basically told me to leave. I was there too long. I, ah, I, I think then when you were gone, I was like, gosh, I wish he was still here. Yeah. <laughs> Stayed through inventory. That was, uh, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. we got in a fight over an inch and three eighths discussion or two. <laughs> <laughs> I need my baseline right. I wanted to make sure you knew yeah. where all the profit was oh, before man. I left. John's, John's getting a kick out of our stories here. We got uh, John Tamaro from Simony Homes as our guest. Who, John, you frequented the show. Uh, I think this might be your third or fourth time. Um, but but welcome. Uh, we're glad Thank to have you. you here. Glad to be here. Yeah, and, and uh, during the break, I mean, we were talking a little bit about, you know, the relationship between Simonini and Andrew Roby from an outside person looking in. They might say, well, wow, those guys, so aren't they competitors? And, and really, it's much more than that. I wouldn't say we're competitors. I mean, we're allies. We do things together. I call David Baird for advice. I call McGuire for advice. I mean, we're in this marketplace together, working for the common good, as uh, McGuire said earlier, taking care of our clients, right, mm-hmm. and making sure we do things right. And we want to align ourselves with other companies like that. And the synergies that we can create together is much better for this construction industry in the Charlotte area, right? Best principles, practices, things like that. How do we do things the right way? What are you doing uh, when something happens to an employee? Or what are you doing when you have to build a customer this way? You know, because sometimes we're reinventing the wheel from the beginning. Definitely. And other people have done it before us. And why not help each other out, right? All we're doing is making this profession much better uh, out there in the Charlotte market. No, I, I couldn't agree more. David, it looked like you were about to say something. No, I, I mean, everything John said is 100% right. Like, that's it, it's okay if we compete from time to time on a job. You know, if it's a company like Simonetti Homes, and we know that they're pricing it right, they're putting the right materials in, they're, you know, that, that it's, it's fair game. It's a question of, you know, hey, do they like John better? Do they like Dave better? I mean, what? You know, maybe it's just a personality fit, or, or maybe his price is a little better. I, but I know it's going to be a apples to apples, you know, fair fight. And you know, I know that if we were to lose a job to Simonini, then that client's going to be in a good spot, right? So, um, but yeah, I 100% supportive of that. Well, I think to add to that, I mean, if the client's in a good spot after the project where they were to use Simonini or to use Roby, I mean, that's just good for the industry. Is yep. it they they're excited about what happened and how they were treated. And they, they'll want to do it again, right? right. If, if somebody gives them a bad experience, we all know that, that nobody in the industry wins because they're not going to want to do this again because the process wasn't handled mm-hmm. correctly. I, I tell people all the time, we, we were at a, uh, a conference where our services side at Service Titan uh, a few months ago, and it's nothing but your com- competition. But it's the good competitors that that care about how you're doing and ultimately are going to do the right thing by the client. And therefore, you're right, John, they're not, they're not competitors at that point. You're really... Allies is the word you use, which I think is a great way to describe it. 
Yeah, I mean, we all have to work. I mean, in today's challenging market with supply chain issues, subcontractor yeah. you know, coordination, things like that, we all have to learn how to be better for our clients, which in turn, talking to Roby, right, talking to Trent, talking to the team over there and saying, what are you all doing differently? Here's what I'm doing. What are you doing? So we can all be better out there in the marketplace, create the experience for our client and our trade partners and every and our employees. That's what we need to do. Right. And so we can stand out and draw all these people to our companies and, and raise the bar for the construction industry. That's it. Because there are other companies out there that don't do it as well as we do. And unfortunately, gives the bad rap, bad name to the industry. And we just need to improve upon that. Yeah. What is that old saying that I've heard Trent say it a thousand <clears throat> times? Rising tide raises all ships. ships. Yeah. Yeah. Well, John, what I mean, what you brought up supply chain. I mean, it, it it's a unique experience in the construction world. I'm sure every industry is the same, but uh, I mean, what are you seeing out there? Um, it's a bit of a challenge. I mean, there's a ductwork shortage for flex duct, things yep. like that. But our cost over the last two years has gone up 48%. We Luckily, you know, by doing our luxury neighborhoods, we're able to look at houses year over year because we build the same house and able to look at that cost and say, what is it? And we had one house year over year. The last year went up 28%, you know, and the year before it was 20%. So you look at a two-year run of 48% cost increase, you know, affordability, you know, goes down, right? Your margins aren't going up. Your margins are going up higher based on your total cost of the project. But overall, it's affecting a lot of people. Right. I mean, it's affecting the buyer who thought they could afford a one point two million dollar house. And now that house is 48 percent more. And so they have to readjust the size of the house, the products they put in there. And it's really starting to slow down, I feel, in some aspects. The the, the beautiful part is Charlotte's got one hundred and twenty people a day moving here. The people who are moving here need houses, need a place to live. Right. So we're going to find them the land, find them the opportunities to build their house. And they need that. Right. Where we've seen a little bit of a slowdown uh, here recently and some pushback is on the renovation side where you see it more. You see it quicker. Right. They already have a house. They don't need to move. Mm-hmm. They want to renovate it. But they're like, hey, man, these costs are way more than I want to spend right now on my yeah. current house. So we're just going to put the pause button on until either the economy realigns. You know, when the stock market goes down 25 percent, whatever it's down, that affects our consumers. Right. A lot 100%. of them have their net worth tied up in the marketplace. So when that starts to go down, it plays subconscious on their mind. Well, yeah, I mean, I think everybody feels good when they look at their 401k or whatever investments they have in the market, and they're continuously increasing. Obviously, you know, your spending habits tend to change. Obviously, if it's going the other way to your point, then you you tighten up. I mean, it's human nature. Um, What are you seeing as far as like the interest rates? Is that affecting you guys as well? Uh, The interest rates, yeah, we're seeing some pushback, but, you know, they've gone up a little bit. But in my opinion, if it's not affected most of our buyers yet because a lot of our buyers are still paying cash. Cash buyers, yeah. Cash buyers. Yeah. yeah, it makes a big difference. And Dave, obviously, we're seeing the same thing on, on both the commercial and residential sides of our business. Yeah, uh, we will. We're, you know, kind of <clears throat> the good thing is uh, it, on the renovation side, uh, yeah, like John was saying, people are having second thoughts about some of the things they're putting in their house, right? You know, it's good that we're starting to see lumber come down. But at the same time, there's not a ton of lumber in renovations, right? So it's a very fractional, you know, cost. The good news is that there's still a lot of equity in people's yeah, homes. Yeah, I agree right? with that. So that part is good from a renovation standpoint. Uh, but you know, if that same house that cost you four, five hundred last year now is five, six hundred more dollars a month now, and so that is a real thing too. So you know, fortunately, we're we're watching the metrics weekly. Now you know that Patrick with our business, and you know, so far so good. But uh, you know, we're we just know that we're fortunate to be here in Charlotte, and we're gonna you know hopefully uh, home values. 
you know, uh, if they do take a little bit of a dip, that they largely stay upright. And, uh, you know, hopefully that will spell good news for our, our industry. Yeah, I think so. And you're talking about the metrics. We, we're, we, we're very clear about this. We're, we use EOS, Entrepreneur Operating System. You're talking about our scorecard. Our scorecard, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're tracking every. I mean, it, it, what we're talking about is, you know, how many leads we're getting in a week per business. What are we, you know, pipelines, you know, revenue numbers, things of that nature, what people are bidding on. So we're, we're, we're a keen eye on that. Again, you know, John has too. We, we've lived through 08. Um, we've lived through, obviously, everyone's lived through the coronavirus. So we're in the, in the process. Of, we're, we're, we're very in tune to watch this kind of stuff. So, uh, you know, hey, glass half full, but we're aware. No, I don't know if you guys had a chance to listen to the show that we had uh, Otis and Bill Crowder from Crowder Construction celebrating their 70th year, 75th year in business. And they were talking about what they look at every single morning, and they've had a quote-unquote EOS scorecard. And we didn't really get a chance to talk much about EOS, but they've had that scorecard in place for like 35 years. Wow. And it's the same metrics we all look at. I mean, these guys were almost acquired by another company. And they kind of picked their brains and like, well, what, what's some things that you guys do that we could implement? And they gave them these basically five metrics that they still use to this day. And one of them was employee headcount. And mm-hmm. uh, Bill rattled that off. Well, this as of this morning, we have 851 employees. I was like, wow. How did, Trent picked up. He's like, how would you know? To, like to today, he's like, oh, we get an email every morning that has our metrics and where we stand. Yeah. Pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Well, Dave, John. We got one more round. Y'all gonna hang around? Let's do it. All right, you listen to At Home with Roby. We'll be right back. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services, along with Dave McGuire from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts today. Trent is not in this week. Uh, we have John Tamaro as our guest from Simonini Homes. Uh, Dave, I, I mean, the last segment, we, I, it's nice to talk to John. I think he, he sort of has. He thinks the same way we do um, about, and we talked about Simonini Homes being a, a quote-unquote competitor, and how as long as you're doing the right thing, it, there really is no competition to John's word. It's, it's an ally. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I mean, John, uh, John's business, Simonini Homes, they're involved in Home Builder Association, uh, you know, NARI, the National yeah. Remodeling, uh, National Association of Remodeling Industry, just like we are, and that's kind of the theme is that we're in there with, you know, industry friends and partners trying to do it right learning from each other. Well, and, and that's why you joined those groups. I mean, we talk about YPO on the show all the time. John's a member of YPO with Trent. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's that's the value of, of why you join these groups is to learn from other people. Dave, you're a former past president of NARI, so am I. Mm-hmm. And I, I always remember at renewal time, people would call and say, well, I'm not going to renew. I never got anything out of it. And those, what, what would you say? Well, I would say you get out of it what you put into exactly. it. It's no, it's no different than anything else in life. Um, if you go to those organizations, or I guess if you do anything in life, if you're a salesperson calling on an accountant, you swing by and throw a couple of business cards and you know say, how come I'm not getting your business? Then you're not an effective salesperson. You're not an effective business person. You have to get involved. You have to build relationships. You got to you know put the work in and you yeah, know, effort. It's relationship, yeah. right? I mean, and, and that's huge. I w- I would say the same thing. The first question I would ask those people I was like, how often did you come to a meeting? Yeah. yeah. Uh, people want to do business with people they like. That's like I a, mean, it, that's it's real that's simple, it. right? I like you. I'm going to talk to you. I want to do business with that's you, it, right? Man. I mean, and, and that's what I try to tell the young people in our office today. You got to, you know, earn your way up, put effort into it, work hard, put into it, right? But if you expect it all to come to you without putting any effort in, it's not going to come, mm-hmm. right? And you said it the most, get involved in your organization. I tell guys in YP all the time, if you want to get something out of this group, 
put your time and effort in, go to all the events, go to all the meetings, get to know everybody, and yeah. then your world explodes with people that you know and get to meet, mm-hmm. right? And it's just so much, I think it's just better for everybody, right? It makes me happier. I like knowing a lot of people. I like having connections. I like talking to people, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I like bouncing ideas off. That's what we're here for, right? Nobody in this world has ever done this. This is our one life that we get to you were born and we die and we show up and we got to figure it out in between. And we need as many friends and allies out there to talk to and go about life and try to figure it out because none of us have ever done it. No. That's it's very, very well put. I mean, I, I 100 percent agree with what you're saying. I mean, it's we joke around. It's really it has not. I mean, it's with anything in life. I mean, we were I was joking to you earlier in the break about fishing like I've. I know nothing about offshore fishing, but but as I ask and get around people and learn and, and, and absorb, I mean, I think most people have a vested interest in other people's success if they're genuine about it. Um, no one wants to go to John and say, John, what kind of lure should I use to catch a king mackerel? And then, you know, I don't ever use them. I'm just patronizing you. Right. And that, that's that's the sort of the fake side that can get you in trouble. Uh, what Dave, what's the video? you When you were talking, you reminded me of the video of uh, – so you don't have to introduce yourself. Oh, you're talking about the uh, the, the welder. The welder is best. Yeah, best. Have you seen this video? John? We'll show John when we leave here. And it, it and moral of the story is the guys. He's he's talking to a bunch of uh, you know kids that are coming up in the construction industry or looking for a career, and he's telling them he's just like, listen, th- there's no secret, there's no magic to this. Take care of people, right? Take care of your customer. Take something off their list that's burdening them. Make it easy. Don't complain. Put your head down. Work hard. Take that off. Take care of people. And I think that's, you know, the guy's talking about it from a standpoint of a serving a client per se, but really it's like anything in life, right? Doesn't he, doesn't he I end mean, it with something like work so hard that you don't have to introduce yourself? Yeah, he's hustled till you don't have to n- hustle, introduce that's yourself. That's what it is. Yeah. I yeah. love that, man. Right. I mean, I'll give you an example. Yesterday, uh, uh, Saturday, I was out on the boat coming back from Wilmington. So my phone rings. I look at the number and I'm like, oh boy, I better answer this, right? So it's a very prominent person. Charlotte calls me up, never calls me unless there's a problem. <laughs> Calls me. Ten minutes later, another prominent guy calls me. Ten minutes later, another prominent guy goes, this guy's got a problem at his house. So Monday morning, I show up to this guy's house. We didn't build the house. Somebody else built it. But we're there to help him, right? Because the phone calls are coming, right? You know how it is, customer service. Yeah. I get to the guy's house, crawling around in his crawl space, ruining my... My wife just bought me this brand new pair of pants, right? (laughs) And she yelled at me that day, don't get them dirty. I'm a copy of his coin and pin from winning. He must have had some extras laying around the house and gave me one. Says, I really appreciate you coming over and jumping into it like this. You didn't need to. You have no bias, no, no, nothing. Just, hey, fix the problem, figure it out, make the person happy, make them feel comfortable, and do what you got to do. And when you do that in life, you win everywhere, mm-hmm. right? Everybody wins. You win from a person, like, because I, I love doing, yeah. and that customer's happy because they got somebody there helping them take care of their problem. That's what life's about. Right? Yeah. It's just taking care of others, right? You John Tamero is fired up in the studio. I love it, man. That, I mean, that is the definition of hustle till you don't have to introduce yourself. And that's why you don't have to introduce yourself anymore. People know. <laughs> Let me guess. John doesn't say, that's not my job very often, does he? No. Yeah. <laughs> when people do bring that up to me, that is like an immediate red flag for like uh, termination, right? right? Yeah. In my book. <laughs> well, another, another thing you said was uh, you were talking about being around people that you like and that you, and people want to work with people that they like. So we have a, a joke at, on, on, on part of the Roby family of companies. There's a book called Blue Fisher. I've referenced this a bunch of times. We call it the Chug Test. Essentially, like if you're walking down the street and you see somebody you want to work with and you chug a beer with them, they're the right person to be in your circle. If you're walking down the street and you see them walking your way and you turn around and go the other way, or you're like, oh, this guy or guy, I don't want to talk to them. They need to be out of your circle. Yeah. yeah. 
The, um, the, the worst is test. when you're walking down the street in the morning. I go for a walk every morning. Like life is good, right? It you is should, good. I mean, you know, we, we were lucky conversation, but he's he doesn't care. So like one of the trains driving down the road from Morrisville, he taught me that's what you got to do. So ever since then, I've been doing it, right? It's, hey, it's glass half full. Treat other people like you want to be treated. You know, just uh, do the right thing. Take care of people. It's simple. Take your ego out of it. I mean, that's the biggest thing. You know. I see too too often is you that's feel a like, great point. People feel like, well, I shouldn't have to because I did this in my life or that in my life or I'm this position and you're that position or this. it's just like just be humble, be yourself, take your ego out of it. It's like John getting the crawl space, not because I mean John's running dang companies, the you know, president and CEO. I mean we, I mean John has people, but John want to take care of his customer. What's he going to do? Call the guy on the weekend and go over there and get in the crawl space? I mean no, John takes care of it, and that and and that's the point. Of just uh, you know, just being being a good person, take care of people. You know, well, you know, Trent ends this show every time saying "live the golden rule," and that's, there's no there's no more truth than that. And you know, you you hit on ego. I mean, it's I think we could all write a book on how many relationships have been burned or fractured because of an ego getting in the way, which that's a real shame. But it's it's a reality that we live in. Is that I like that you said that, and, and you you are that person. You check your ego at the door. Um, everybody's got an ego. Everybody, I don't care if it, people that say, "Oh, I have no ego." I'm like, eh, "You got everybody's got some," but having that humility is just so yeah. huge and important, and recognizing when the ego starts to emerge. It's being a leader. Yeah, it really is. You know, I mean, your kids look at you for upbringing and how you conduct your life in the house and outside of the house. Your kids see that, and they're gonna mirror that right and it's the same thing at the business office mm -hmm. right the way you conduct yourself in the office is the way you say your managers are going to follow you and the rest of employees saying if the leader's doing this then and so forth and it's hard it's a challenge right because you yeah. know you're grown into these positions in life and i've never been a leader i came up through the old school way right and having mm -hmm. to learn this so it's you know you lose people unfortunately because your management style and leadership style and all you can ask from any leader and any managers hey can they change can they make improvements can they get better mm -hmm. and if you see that within them then they're, they got a con they're making a great conscientious effort right and that's all i ask for from any of my staff any yeah. anybody in the world right Learn from your mistakes and make it better, right? And therefore, you you'll have a great team behind you. No, it's awesome. We call that, that GWC in the EOS world. Did it get it? One and had the capacity to do it, um, which you know, what you just said, it, you hit the nail on the head. Well, John, it's it's always a pleasure having you here. I always feel like I learn something when I'm around you. Uh, how did people get in touch with you? Uh, Seminity.com. And um, 704-333-8999. Oh, we still have a landline, baby. He's a pro. If you have uh, crawl space issues, uh, give him a call. John and will be in your uh, crawl space. With my wife's brand new pants that she bought me. <laughs> no. Were they white? They were white. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> they were. They were they like were light like khaki. Oh, no. Oh, she came home and she gave me the riot act. She goes, oh, Tamara, I can't believe it. Oh, no. <laughs> well, John, Tamara, thanks so much for being on the Thank show. Uh, we'll be right back. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services, along with Dave McGuire from the Roby family of companies. We are your host. Trent is out this week. Um, John Tamaro from Simonini Homes is getting to be on the coveted fourth segment, which if you are a regular listener to our show, most of the times our guests are, are, are not on the fourth segment. But uh, we felt like this is a really good opportunity to talk about, kind of put our money where our mouth was a little bit, as far as we, we talked a lot about relationships, talked a lot about how Simonini and Roby are, are quote-unquote competing brands in the market, but you know how we have ultimate trust in our, each other and each other's companies. And as Dave McGuire said, it's, it's all about the client at the end of the day. Um, but, John, we, we, are, uh, we are in a partnership together. Yeah. 
We are. Are you scared about? You looked at me a little funny when I said that. No, I'm good. I was trying to think about the, you know, the movie Meet the Parents. With you talk about the circle of trust circle in life, right? So, you know, uh, a little bit ago, I got a good friend of mine named Kyle Jones, and he's got a really his cousin out of Georgia runs a great little business, and I'm like, hey, let's expand this business to the Carolinas. Yeah. And it's uh, underground electrical. So then I was like, okay, who else do I trust? I said I trust Trent and Trent and Patrick. So I called Trent up and said, hey, you want to do this business together? Yeah, we want to do this. So Trent, Patrick, myself, and the Kobe out of the South got together and did this. And you think about life and what we were talking about earlier in the segments is it's a circle of trust. Do the right, you know, you want to be with people who do the right thing. Yeah, and good so, people. And all of us, even though I, I, people think we're competitors in my world, we're not, right? Yeah. But we have that circle and we trust each other and we can do these businesses together and collaborate together, right? And we're all, all we're trying to do is improve the industry and make it better and find loopholes. When I say that in market segments, are being underutilized and underserved and, and bring our company philosophies and mottos that we've had before into this new entity and, and, and make it better and serve, and serve that industry. And that's why we partner with Trent and, and, and Patrick and Kobe and these guys because they, they believe in those mo- that value system. Well, it provides an opportunity too, right? An opportunity for someone within our companies or within the market that – it gives them an opportunity to be better themselves too, right? I mean, we're, we were able to take people and give them a, a position in a new entity, to, to essentially, and they get to better themselves, which is the most exciting thing for, I think, for me, is watching somebody do something or get somewhere they never thought they would get to. That's right. I mean, it, it, you know, it's a challenge, I think, in general, where everybody wants a better life than their parent, right? And so, you know, you're doing that by, Patrick's got a great guy named Kyle who is doing it for us, out there and he's doing a fantastic job right here's a guy has a great opportunity to shine and it's it, as mcguire or somebody said earlier it falls upon your own shoulders now it's time for you to rise to the top right all rising tide rise or whatever trent says tide rises high when the boat comes off the lift or something <laughs> right i don't know when the river comes up i hear now i'm gonna get smacked for that one but uh yeah you're exactly right you're exactly right so it is exciting and it's fun to be able to work with you and, and to work with our partner, Kobe, and, and just glean off the information and the knowledge that, that, that both of you have. I mean, I think it's been truly beneficial for me, um, and it's exciting to watch how this thing can come to fruition. Um, what you think about that, Dave? I love it. Yeah, it's exciting. It's a good market segment. Um, it's, I think it's, it's great. It's, it's, it's a cool opportunity that we're able to do this together and, um, you know, learn a lot from John and his, you know, some of his connections and vice versa. Yeah. Um, well, Dave, I, I feel like you know you, you didn't get a lot to, to, to we didn't we didn't go too far down memory lane with Ferguson. Stuff. That's all right. We did that in other shows. People are probably tired of hearing about that. I don't know. It's pretty, <laughs> I like talking about that stuff. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, we'll we'll tell we'll tell a few more of those stories on our golf trip in a, in a few weeks. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's true. I mean, you're talking about lifetime relationships. We're going with. Uh, Dave and I are John going on. We still get together with these guys. Uh, Josh Kearns put it together. He's a friend of Dave and I's mutual friend. Josh was my very first boss. Yeah, he was our pledge. Tra- oh, I'm sorry, our pledge. management trainee trainer. You were a pledge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, but but yeah. I mean, it's cool. But that's that's what it's all about is is lifetime relationships. He's gone on and done other things. We've gone on and done other things. But yet that that core is still there. Yeah. No great friendships and those are fused through you know sweating and long nights and tears and beers and everything else so yeah it's good to get 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 together with those guys yeah and dave uh, on, on a on a more somber note you know i wanted to you know we we want to send out our, our heartfelt prayers for uh Corey shanks and his family uh were involved in an automobile accident uh, this past weekend and it's weighing on our hearts and and just want to make sure that 
those listening know that we're we're really thinking about them. Yeah, there was uh, yeah very much so. There's an accident on 77 last Sunday, and uh, and Corey and his family were impacted um, a lot by that. And it's uh, just a salt of the earth, great people, uh, part of the Roby family. So yeah, please if you're out there, thoughts and prayers for that family, and uh, we wish everyone much better soon. Well, you know, and Dave, we we call ourselves the Roby family, and uh, it is it is a family. It's a it's a brotherhood and sisterhood. Uh, we go to war together, as, as Trent and I say. We fight ninth round with Mike Tyson every day, and in, inside those walls, the outside might not see what's going on on the inside, which is you know that's that's okay too. But it it is. I mean, it, it's it's a true family business. Um, you know, there isn't anybody with the last name Roby in our office anymore. You know, we, we kind of joke around. I know Trent used to always say that people think that my last name was Roby, and Travis maybe say the same thing. But um, we all, I mean, this this is what we do. We, we're, we're in the war together. And when we see one of our own in a tough spot, it really hurts. Yeah. Yeah. You spend more time with your people at work than you do at home. And, and uh, you know, like, I mean, John references this a lot with his business. I mean, we're – it, it, you, you just gotta um you just gotta look after people you gotta take care of people and and uh we need to come together when our people are in need and that's what we're here for yeah i mean it it, it puts things into perspective right we build houses and do remodels and, and fix various things around the home but when, when something happens it impacts it really puts things into perspective yeah. um so we're thinking about you Corey, and, and, and family uh we will continue to do so uh, Davey did a good job as a, uh, you might take my job at doing this hosting thing. I'm, I'm a little bit nervous about having you here. You're good, man. You've got a plaque right here on the table. So, um, we're going to, we're going to keep Patrick's <laughs> name on it. Yeah, right. Uh, I'm going to, I'll go back to, uh, looking at spreadsheets and driving to job sites. How about that? Well, there you go. Me too. Probably need to do the same thing. <laughs> well, you're listening to at home with Roby. As, as Trent always says, we end the show, go live the golden rule. We'll see you here next Sunday from nine to 10.